Hello and welcome to the newest podcast in Crete, Nebraska, Interceptions to Aces. We are your hosts, Zach Schuhart and Jared Ertzner, kiddo. And we are here to bring you an inside look to Don Activities and Athletics. But before we begin, let's introduce ourselves a little further. Jared? All right. Well, my name is Jared. I am a sophomore here at Doan. Um, I play baseball. I'm a pitcher. Um, yeah. Uh, just really involved on campus with athletics here. And yeah, I'm Zach. Uh, my name is Zach Schuhart. I am also a pitcher on the baseball team. Big into Don Athletics, you know, I've been oh. doing these Snapchat stories for a while and Ertz and I got to thinking like, let's just do a podcast. Yeah, might like, as well. Let's, let's might send as well. it, um, might as well make these every week. So that's what we plan on doing. Um, in these podcasts, we will do recaps of the week athletically. So we will go through different athletic events, different games, and we will break them down and go over them. We will have interviews with key players and coaches. That is something that we are both really excited for. We have some amazing people lined up in the future, so I hope everyone's looking forward to that. I'm so excited for our first episode. It is, it is going to be a blast, 100%. I cannot wait to interview some of the coaches to get their perspective on things. It's going to be a fun time. We're also going to do look-ahead and predictions into the coming week, and we will also cover topics such as mental health and the mental side of sports because that is an, something that we both feel is important. It is very important. Very important. Uh, the grind the grind with sports and school kind of takes a toll on you a little bit. Kind of can get stressful. So Yes, and we want to talk about ways athletes can cope. We want to talk about that it is okay to struggle mentally and different ways you can cope and find outlets yeah. and stuff like that. Our, kinda, our goals for this podcast are to kind of create a stronger community for our campus. Um, and not only our campus, but Crete as a town and family and friends to get together, support Don Athletics, create to create a really, really good culture for all of our sports here. I, um, I feel like that's a big thing that we need to do with our school. Um, just, having a, just having a good culture and a good environment that people want to come to, um, that's, that's really important, yeah, especially definitely. for a university. That's really important. Yeah, definitely. You know, create that respect between different athletic programs. I know that there's sometimes there's some headbutting between different programs, but we want to have a mutual respect and support for each other because we will be that much better because of it. We also want to keep you guys, Tiger Nation, updated with all the activities and sports going around on campus. We know that everyone's busy. Everyone's got their own thing going on. There's not a lot of people on this campus who are only students. And if you are an only student, you still have stuff going on with school and your majors and all that good jazz. Um, so we want to keep you guys updated. So this will be an easy way to do that. You just have to throw on this podcast. Uh, subscribe, definitely. Obviously, sure. you have to. Subscribe. Have to subscribe. Have to. You you know? absolutely have we to. We also want to raise awareness on issues such as mental health for athletes and everyone and everyone in general because mental health is something that is, again, very important. We also are going to have fun, and we're going to be ourselves on this podcast. We are going to try to keep it as family-friendly as possible, as possible but, because we have futures we need to keep in mind. Yeah. But, but it does it, it will get heated yes, in some moments we're very, we're very passionate about sports and, and about humans. our school. We're going to be real with you. We're not going to be fake people on a podcast trying to be better than any of you. We want to connect with all of you, and that's something else that we will – we will also do it in the interviews. We want to connect with the athletes, not only as athletes, but as people. We want to know more about them as people, so you guys can get to know more about them. We're really excited about that. But anyways, we will get started with giving updates on all of the fall sports teams, 
starting with volleyball. So we got volleyball. So our head coach, Jenna Jones, this is her second year here. Um, you know, the girls have been tearing it up. They, they, well, have, they, have, they, have, they, have. they have been they have. tearing it up. 14-4 and four overall, and we're 3-3 three and three in the G-Pack, upsetting the number one ranked team, Midland. The number one team in the country, people, for NAIA. Yeah. They came into our place. They came in. The ambush was there. I mean, we beat them. It was really that simple. Yeah, we got, we was, got punched in the mouth that first set. We came back the second set, and I felt we had control the rest of that. It, was, that it was for sure a dogfight. You know, went to the fifth set, won in extra points, 21 to 19 in the fifth set. That was, that was, that was a great game. The atmosphere was so, so good. 100%. 100%. Um, another notable win, um, we beat the 24th ranked University of Providence on September 3rd. Um, you know, that was a good win too, but I, I just really have to bank on this Midland win because that, I don't, I don't think... It's I, a huge win. It's a huge win for the culture of Doan. Every, every athletic department is huge. It was big. It was insane. I'm not going to say I called it, but I did. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I yelled so loud in my life for a volleyball game. Like, that was amazing, coming back coming back from being down and beating the number one team in the country. That was just absolutely nuts. Um, we also, we started this season 10-1. and one. Um, Didn't drop, what, what was it, nine games before we lost the set? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, the girls were, the girls were on fire. And the girls are still on fire. Um, you know, got another win a few nights ago. To Hastings, beat Hastings, swept swept Hastings. Swept Hastings after getting swept earlier in the year by Hastings. Nice way to come back and really just, just sweep them. Yeah, no, right, just right. do what they did to us. Just you know, be like, hey, you did this to us. Our turn. Return, right? We're return better. the favor. We're return good. Favor. Yeah, one hundred percent. So some notable players for our volleyball team. And listen, we're not just picking these players out because they're our favorites, but these are just some really key players who really make a difference in these games. Um, so we have senior Gabby. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, McGinney. I'm so sorry, we, Gabby. If we listen, if we pronounce people's name wrong, please just say let something it, to us. We want to get names right. We're just not good at pronouncing them, but we're gonna get better <laughs> as this podcast goes on. But yes. So senior Gabby McGinney leads the team in both kills per set and points per set. That is absolutely nuts. That is nuts. That is nuts. She is. She's been an absolute animal. Uh, this this whole season really, I mean, she lays the hammer down. I mean, she, it's it's great. It's fun does. to watch. She's she a does. fun player to watch. And when I tell you, she has a cannon for an arm when she hits that ball. Holy crap! It's so loud when she puts that ball back into the ground on the other side. It's it's unbelievable. I'd be terrified. I'd be terrified to be on the other side receiving that ball. I I'm just gonna say I don't want to dig that ball. I don't. <laughs> I'm terrified sitting in the stands looking at this ball coming at the opposing team's players like, oh, oh, they're going to die. That ball is, <laughs> they're gonna die. That ball is gonna coming right so hard. Right oh, my God. And then we got another senior, Jenna Ryan uh, Pasecki, yeah. yes, yeah. leads the team so. in blocks with 1.05%. I. She stuffs. She stuffs them. I mean, she, she goes up and she says, "You're not getting this ball over the net. Like, I, I don't care what you do. I'm better than you. No." And she just blocks them. Blocks are my favorite part of this whole sport. They're electric. They're absolutely electric. Because these 
These girls on the other side are trying to hit this ball so hard back over the net, and you say, absolutely not, and you block them, and it's just electric. But let's, let's talk about the size of some of these teams, though. Oh, these, oh these, some of these teams we, we went, play. We went to the Concordia game the other week. Those girls Those were massive. Massive. Like, tall. And, and these oof. Midland girls weren't any different. No. Like, our, te- our team, we don't have the biggest, the tallest team. No, we yeah. definitely don't we, have the tallest girls. We are definitely a scrappy, scrappy volleyball team. But we get it done. We get the job we, done. We get that's, it done. That's, that's, all, that's all, that all that matters. All that matters. 100%. At the end of the day, wins and losses, that's all that matters. Not only does Jenna lead the team in blocks, and that she doesn't just block. She also she also kills the hell out of the ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that I think she's second in kills right now on, on the team. That's, I mean... It's unbelievable. She does it on both sides, and that's that's important. To have that's that's important. Her her for sure. Her favorite shot is coming across the net, hitting across her body to deep corner of the other side of the court. One hundred percent. That's her favorite shot. Yes. And you know it's electric. It's electric when she gets it in and when it goes through. And the other team just looks dumbfounded. <laughs> on a, they, they honestly that, that's, do. that's true. That's true. They that's honestly true. do. All really the girls, do. all the girls are, the other team are just gathered in front of the net because they think Jenna's going to put it straight down. Like, but she does it. She says, here, <laughs> here, watch this. Here, watch this. Watch puts, me. Puts it diagonally deep in the corner. And it's absolutely amazing to watch. It gets absolutely hype. These girls, these girls definitely play their heart out. I'm And, Let's talk about Let's do Junior Jamie Renshaw. Oh my, oh my god. god. My yes. Well, Leaves the, yeah, the team in digs she, with 4.06 digs per set. She, uh, she's everywhere on the court. I've literally, she is everywhere. The ball's there. She's going to be there. She's going to get a good set for her hitters. It's insane. I don't know how she does it. I Personally, I'm slow. I, I don't <laughs> move very quick. She. I don't know what she does. And then sometimes she'll surprise you. She'll go for a kill. And this other yeah. team is just shocked. They're like, Jamie, listen. Jamie, love her. She's just not the tallest individual. But, she, oh, can that, she, can that woman jump? She gets the job. It's insane. Done. Not only does she dig the ball and just provide dimes of sets, she can get up and will do the same thing that Jenna does, block. She That, oh, she can. It's, 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 yes, when she, she does. When she blocks, it's absolutely electric. And listen, her facial expressions. If you ever, if you want to go watch a fun game, go watch the Don Tigers play volleyball. Jamie Renshaw's facial expressions are electric. She I mean, plays, she, she it's amazing. With, she, she plays with so, so much emotion, and I love it. It's her, great. Her energy on the court and the way she picks up her team. Yes, one hundred percent. All, all three of these girls that we've mentioned, Gabby, yes. Jenna, and Jamie. All these girls are key factors when it comes to. Switching the energy, you know, it's not going our way. These three, right, all three of them right there in the huddle are, especially Jamie. All yeah. these, but these three girls collectively switch the narrative and they get the girls on track. And in and that Hastings game the other night, that second set, we were down by what? It was night. It was, I believe, the score was nineteen to nine. Nineteen to nine. We had no reason winning that second set, and by the leadership of Jamie Renshaw. And Jenna and Gabby, they came back and they won and they didn't give up. And I think that's that's why we're so dangerous. We don't give up. I, yeah, it's it's just nuts. And, and another thing, Jamie, when when we are getting we're receiving a serve, and you know a girl doesn't get a a clean look at a at a pass, you know, and it and it starts going out behind our girls, and you think, oh, it's gonna hit the ground, out of nowhere, here comes Jamie Renshaw, just out of nowhere, picks the ball up. It, it could be a pass. It could be a set. No, no matter what, 
She gets it back towards the net. Yes. Perfect. Just a per- it's perfect insane. pass. It's insane. Also, a uh, little uh, announcement here. We don't really know much a lot about volleyball. We're going to learn more about volleyball so we can speak more volleyball terms as the season goes on because uh, this team's electric and we want to know more. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's what we, it is. we just absolutely love our volleyball. Volleyball 100% is... Would you agree? Hundred percent is probably one of our favorite fall sports. Oh, is my favorite. It, it, it is, is my, my favorite, favorite fall sport. They're, Listen, they're, I love the other sports, and we're going to talk about the other sports. We are going to cover all the other sports, and we're going to have this excitement with the other sports. But right now, volleyball think, is so exciting to watch. I think volleyball is just. I think volleyball is just on a whole another level. Like, they are. when it comes when it comes to just. The, I think the culture, especially like yes. the culture now, like last year, you know, we were trying to build a program. Yes. First year, first year. Because it was first year under Jenna Jones. It was first it was their coach. first year. I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to come in the first year and learn all the things that she needs them to learn and do exact everything she needs them to do. But it's second year, everything they yeah. they are comfortable with it now and they're able to execute more. And you see what's happening. This hire, Jenna, the Jenna Jones hire, is probably one of the best hires since since I've been at Dome, which has only been two years. Yes. So <laughs> I mean, she's been she's been here she's been here as long as we have. Yes. Look at she has a winning program with four losses. One hundred percent. Like that's that's insane. It's that's insane. It is and exciting. speaking of Coach Jones, not only is she a great coach, she fire gets fired up. She gets rowdy too with yes. the girls. That yes, I mean, she does. I think I think as a coach, that is important to share your emotions and to fit in just like your play, like essentially yes, you're your coach, but at the end of the day, when they act like. She's on your team. She's one of the people on the court, and she shows off that same energy, that same vibe that all these girls are giving, especially these girls that are, like, we're down a set, and these girls that are helping turn the tide in that set and come back and win. I think Coach Jones does a really, really great job with matching the energy of our girls out on the court. 100%. And and then they feed off each other, and they both get more energized by watching each other. And I, it's a great, it is a great culture that volleyball has built, that Jenna Jones has built. And I think that they're still building that culture. And it's in these coming years, it's going to be exciting to watch. It's exciting. It's, um, it's, it's absolutely exciting. 100%. And then, obviously, later in the show, we're going to talk about the tough stretch coming up for the Tigers. But we still have faith. I mean, We still have faith. I, I, we'll talk about... We'll they're the best about, second set team in the country. I don't... They, I, they are don't the best stop. second set team in the country. <laughs> they are. Um, a hundred percent. It's true. It's just facts. I always speak facts. You know, we'll we'll give you a little update towards the end of about all our teams, all our fall teams here with all their schedules and what's coming up. But for now, we're gonna switch it up and go to football. And we listen. We're going to football. Uh, it's it's been tough so far this season, but it's been tough because of the the strength of schedule, schedule. that we have played. We're 100%. one and two on the year. We went to Briarcliff and we got we got a win that first week. Um, I think that was important. I think that you have to go in that first week, especially looking at the schedule coming up, which we will talk about. You have to go get a win against teams that are you can compete against. Uh, Morningside came in here, number two team in the country. It, I saw those players. They're massive. I don't. They're just. They're just. They're taller. They're stronger. They're faster than we are. Um, There's nothing we can really do. There about was. That. There was. We. In that first half, we were able to compete, but when it came down to it later in the game, when they started to pull away, it's because we just didn't have. I don't. I don't know how you fix that as a as a football coach, as a program. It's going to take a while to fix to get to Morningside's level. Morningside has built a a powerhouse in the NAIA. They have multiple national championship wins. This is a team that you. I mean, you have to 
execute everything perfectly, and then and then go, some, and then go beyond and go beyond that just to have a chance at beating them. It was a tough loss, hard to watch. And then last week they play number six North, ranked Northwestern at Northwestern. That's always a tough place to play. Didn't didn't get the outcome we needed. Again, you you need to play near perfect to beat these teams. And we are not playing disciplined football right now. They are uh, the head coach Chris Bessler is in his fourth year, um, and he's changing things. I think things are changing. I think that we lost we lost a key part of our offense last year. From last year, we lo- we lost we lost key parts of our offense that we had to rebuild this year. Um, defensively, we returned a lot of people. I know that. Uh, but Zach Witters, he's just, he's using his fifth year. Let's talk about him for a second. He's using his fifth year, but he hasn't played football since high school. He's been a basketball player here at Dome, and an exciting basketball player here at Dome, but he hasn't played football since high school. I think I, I think that's that's a really interesting change in just sport, like just sport mentality. One hundred percent. Go from playing, you know, we're not we're not here hating on any on any any of the people here. No, any not of the at athletes all. here. We're just kind of speaking like what we have, like yes. what we think. But you know, it's a good it's good for him to I think it's a like good idea for him to utilize his fifth year. But I would think that if you're gonna utilize your fifth year, you would play the sport, play the sport you've been playing, playing the whole for the last four years. And I think it's insane that he's playing football and that he won that starting job this year. That's, it was that's, up for grabs. Yeah, props to him. Props for, to him. He has worked hard and I've and I've seen Chris Bessler speak in interviews about how he is a great leader, and that's why he's able to be a part of this offense so quickly. And I'm not saying he's not – he is not bad by any means. I want to put that out there. He's a hes a good quarterback. He's good. I like him back there in the pocket. Um, yeah, we got – He has our, experience. Our problem, though, I think – I feel we haven't been able – we haven't been able to see what he can do. And yet again, yet again we're not hitting on our athletes either, but no. our – He's, he's just getting mauled back there. He's just, he is. We're just getting blown through in that morning side, In that morning side game, it really did feel like he was running for his life most of the game. And I I don't, I don't mean, morning side was massive. They were bigger than all of our guys. I don't know how you fix that, how you change that. I don't know what techniques there are to use that again. Don't really know football terms. I'm a baseball player. But I think that this football team, looking at their schedule, which we will later in the show, um, looking at their schedule, they have a chance to turn things around, to have a pretty decent year. And to build off this year, going into next year, obviously season's still young, still a lot of football left to be played. We're excited. Some of the other players. Here's a, well, well both, sorry, before you get to another thing, but here's the thing, though. And it's crazy to me, not only in football, but in volleyball as well. And I would say probably, I think in the other sports as well, and even sports that are later on in the school year, like spring and winter and stuff. How crazy is it that, there are so many teams that we play here in the Midwest that are ranked nationally. I yes. think I think there is so many teams here in the Midwest that are ranked. And, you know, that kind of gives, you know, like GPAC schools, that kind of gives us, like, a really good represent, representation. Yes. Because, you know, like, all these East Coast, West, West Coast, like, South teams, you know, yeah, they're bigger, they're bigger with um, sports and stuff, like, warmer states so they can play all year round, you know, yeah. so they're good. 100%. But, but all these all these Midwest teams who are coming out and pulling numbers, like... Yeah, the GPAC in volleyball and football is like the SEC. I, I was going to say, the SEC is is dominant every year in football, 
and that's what the G-Pack is in football, and that's what it's compared Like, the Big Ten in volleyball would be what the G-Pack is in volleyball. They have, they right now, the G-Pack in volleyball has six ranked teams in it, and that's just crazy to me that we have to play these teams. We don't, we don't get to decide, oh, I don't want to play this team because they're ranked. They're in our conference. We have to play them, and we compete against them. That's, uh, it's insane. It's crazy to me that we do that, but, uh, yeah, what you said. It's, it's, crazy. it's nuts. It's nuts. Like, so, but bringing it back to volleyball again for a second, like, we have beaten, what, two or two or three ranked teams? I think two so far. Yeah. We, I mean, we'll get more. Ranked teams. So we beat the 24th team in the country, and then we upset the number one team in the country, and we still aren't ranked. No, we, 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 we aren't ranked. ranked, and I... We, uh, which doesn't, it doesn't concern me at the moment. There's a lot of volleyball that's to be played. There's a lot of, a lot of games, which we will talk about later in the show, where we can prove that we should be, that we should be in that conversation. But uh, it is crazy. It's crazy because we're competing against all these teams week in and week out, and these teams that aren't competing against all these teams are ahead of us in the rankings. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I just don't, I just I don't, don't see it. I see some of these, these other schools that are ranked and that are ranked pretty high, and they're not playing teams that, are even ranked, or if they are ranked, they're like the lower rankings of you know the polls, and yeah. it's just it's it kind of baffles me that smaller schools like us are beating these higher ranked teams and these you know powerhouse teams that we aren't supposed to beat. Yeah, but we're keeping but up we're, with them. We're beating yeah. them, and we still aren't ranked. It what? it just kind of it's it's. It feels like we just our our sports don't get the recognition that they deserve, and this is kind of why we kind of we started, started this podcast. podcast exactly. Like because our sports our sports need to get the recognition because our sports deserve the recognition, and our athletes deserve the recognition. Yes. Our athletes are working their tails off week in and week out to compete, and we we may not have the best teams in the country everywhere, but everyone is working that hard. Like, everyone is working to be the best team in the country. Well, I know for like for like us, like with all these COVID, with our COVID restrictions lifted, I don't like last year. We for baseball, like as baseball players, I can personally say last year, we did not work like even half as hard as we have done this year. I feel like our team this year versus our team last year. Granted, we did go to the postseason last year and we went to the nationals last year. Granted, we did that, but I feel our team this year would absolutely trample the team that we had last year just because of our worth ethic and what we and all the work that we put in this year and that's kind of not i mean that's not really on us that's kind of yes we were in a global pandemic so that kind of messes everybody up but we still had to pick up like pick our stuff up get on the grind and we still had to do it but i just feel like all of our even all of our sports you know with all these covid restrictions that are lifted and stuff like all of our sports have developed so much more than what we yes. were last year. Yes, we are, 100%. I, I think, I think all are, of our sports have made improvements from last year to this year, and it's exciting to watch and promising because I'm, we're only sophomores. We get to watch this for a couple more years. I, I'm excited. It's going to be fun, especially to do this podcast with it. Uh, let's switch things yeah, over. Sorry, we got a little no, off topic No, we're good. Here. Let's switch things over to men's soccer, who just actually picked up their first game. Yeah, they... Uh, we picked up their first win here. Um, unfortunately, you know, our men's soccer team, I don't think we're oh, our overall overall season right now, or we're one in six on the season. Um, you know, we just, on Thursday, we beat Presentation College. 
Um, another well, and another thing to notice: another two-year coach. Yeah. Like we have a lot of young coaches on this campus that just need some time to fix some things. Like, um, Tony. I mean, Tony. I don't. I, I haven't met Tony personally, but you know, his second year. Uh, like I. I don't think I haven't seen. I haven't seen too many scores, but I know for the men's soccer, there's been a lot of like. One zero yeah. games like close, they haven't been blown out. Yes, haven't been blown out. At and all. for those of you who don't watch soccer, I encourage you to. It, it, it's it's, it's a, hard to score. Yeah, it's I, a. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they run for that long either. Like I, I can't move for that long. There's a reason I'm a pitcher. I, I walk out to the mound and I, I get on there. I throw the ball a few times. <laughs> I throw the ball a few times and. And, and then I walk off. I don't. I don't have to run. I don't have to sprint. I mean, yeah. Do I train and I run? Yes. But am I running for 90, hours on 90, 90 minutes? minutes? Absolutely I, not. I'd like, be gassed. Like so our, our to those players our, for just I doing mean, that. I our men's soccer. I mean, we're our men's soccer team isn't bad. We just we just aren't catching the breaks and getting yeah. the wins. One hundred percent. It's just not. It's just not in our favor. No, it's not. So. But um, we don't we don't really have any stats for you on that. Yeah, we uh, the stat thing would load online when I was <laughs> trying to look up some stats yesterday. But we did find out that Braden Lackey scored twice in Thursday's victory over presentation. So we want to give him a little bit of a shout out. He's a freshman already making a big impact on the team, which is also promising because we have a young coach. We have freshmen on this team who are are going to be able to develop in the coming years. And so uh, if you're a men's if you're a Don men's soccer fan or if you're on the Don men's soccer team. This is exciting stuff, and I hope you all, all are excited. We're gonna have the whole school support you next time. Before, I think their next home game is the 29th, so we're gonna we're gonna be out there. Before before we switch it up to women's soccer here, so we have a freshman that led our men's team to that victory, and I just want to note the freshman class that has came in came in this this coming this last year. The freshmen here are they're no slouches. They're no, no slouches. They no. are here. They are here to compete. And I mean, we've seen that on the baseball field. Yeah. Like, these freshmen are real. Like, they're yeah. real about trying to get those varsity spots, trying to get those, and not even varsity. I mean, yes, everybody wants to be on varsity, but you know, we have to put in our time. And since they're freshmen, we need, we want them to have like a little bit of experience. But like other sports that I mean, I know there's aren't, there's some freshmen that are that they're are starting that are starting uh, varsity for football. Yeah, well, I mean, freshmen are. I, I think each year the freshmen are getting better. I think it's because of our athletic programs are getting better, and people recognize that in the recruiting process. And this is also another this is another reason we decided to do the podcast. We want we want to shine more light on Don Athletics so more people can hear, more people can understand, more people can know how good we actually are instead of just hearing oh. Don that school in Crete, Nebraska. Yeah, let's be honest. Crete isn't the most exciting town to live in. It's, it's not the. We it's love not it. The, and I think that it's a great small town. It's not a bad town, but it's not Omaha. It's not Lincoln. It's not a big city where you have a lot to do. It's Crete, but it's small, and we're a community, and that's what we need to yeah, build. Yeah, we are close. I mean, you know, we are a close net community. We are very close. I know for football games, for football games, I kid you not, I swear, half. Half the town, three fourths of the town, are at the football game. Oh yeah, they're tailgating. You know, they're having fun. The stands are always packed, both sides, home side and away side. Yeah, always. One hundred percent. The culture, the culture is, we don't have a bad culture. We're just trying to build an even bigger culture yeah. and get you know get people, get get fans, friends, family out to these sports that you know aren't necessarily you know talked about or like hyped up because. We want a good culture for all of our sports. We want 
we want all of our sports to feel important and we want people to show love to all of our sports because that's what a good university is is just a big it's literally just a big support group for yes, everybody 100% and if we do that I, I guarantee all of our sports teams will start to do better with the support of everyone behind them and uh, for the next section we're going to talk about women's soccer who is 3-4 and four on the season and yeah Looking at that without looking at anything else might be like, oh, they're they're three and four. They're below five hundred. They're not that good. But you have to remember, last year they only won one game. They were one fourteen and three last year under coach Jennifer Kennedy Croft, who was in her fifth season. But they they won one game last year. They've already won three. They've made improvements. I I this team. I've talked to some of the soccer players, and they we're friends. We're friends. We're friends, we're friends with so many of the soccer, with the women's soccer players, and they tell me the culture shifting. Uh, they are they are buying in to the culture, and that's important. I think that's what the athletes need to do. They buy into the culture. Some key players that we have: Emily Guyton, who is one of my very close friends. She's an absolutely amazing soccer player. She leads the team with three goals on the year and two assists. And we're going to be looking at that schedule coming up for women's soccer later in the show, but. I, I think that the future for women's soccer is very promising for this year. So, talk, talk about that culture thing again. You know, people try to say, oh, we just need better coaching. Oh, we just need better training. As an, as an athlete we, ourselves, we can't make we can't, those decisions. We can't, we can't make those decisions. And we can tell you, we can only do so much in training and practice that it's not going to flip instantly you know yeah all of our players need chemistry like i know for baseball i know especially for baseball like we're only one guy out of nine guys on the field yeah so we can only do so much like we're pitchers so we're supposed to be one of the generals on the mound that we're setting we're, we're supposed to be setting our team up for success and if we're not doing our job you know we have to we we hope that our guys behind us have our backs but you know i understand from a fielder standpoint if our pitcher isn't throwing strikes and he's not doing his job, it's gotta be hard. It's 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 hard. It's hard to sit. Well, one for it's hard to sit there. Yeah. But it's hard to come come back from that. And I know we have so many talented guys on our team. So like for us, with the guys we have on our team, you know, we have faith in those guys. But like for teams, like just it's hard to. Oh, he's not doing our job, so he's putting all the pressure on yeah. us. So why why do we need to do all this stuff for him when he's not doing his job? You know, like yeah. And, and even when we even if a team does have chemistry and you know we're not gonna win all the time and we're not gonna be we're not always gonna be the best team out there but we just have to you just have to develop a team with good chemistry who will and compete for one another one another 100%. like these are your bro these are your brothers and sisters like these yes brothers and sisters um, we talk about men's and women's sports on this yes show. yes um, but from a specific, specific baseball standpoint. Like, these guys are my brothers. I would go to battle with these guys. And I want all of our men's and women's sports here to represent our school that way yeah. and feel the same exact way 100%. about just, that. Just buy into what your coaches are telling you because at the end of the day, they're going to be your coach. You can't sit there and and want them fired because you, don't, you can't make the decision. But all you can do is buy into what they're saying and what they're wanting you to do all the way. And if that doesn't get you anywhere, then you did everything you could. All right, bake off that. We're going here to men's and women's cross country. So the men's team has finished 16th out of 31st and 15th out of 24th in their first two races. Um, 
some of the key runners, you know, another another, uh, freshman, another freshman, Oliver them. Thomas, freshman. with a 64th overall finish in the first race, and then 83rd overall in the second race. And he, then I mean, he's fast. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I couldn't run that much. Uh, run, run that. Let alone run that fast <laughs> for that long. For that long? I, that's, just that's running that long in general. Not even that fast. Just running for as long as they run. I couldn't do on grass. Absolutely not. No, I'd slip, I'd fall, make a fool myself. There's well, a reason I'm a pitcher. The, the amount of running that we do, I still don't want to do. Oh, that. yeah. And we barely our, do... our, our build ups? Yeah. Dear God, oh. bro. We're literally just running 180, what? 180, 180, feet? Foot, 180 feet, maybe 10, 12 times? Yeah. And we're gassed. I mean, we're just, we're just not runners. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not our strength. And so, and then bring it to the women's side. On the women's team, they finished 14th out of 27th and 12th out of 20th in their first two races. So, that's that's nuts. No, I mean, yeah, they're good. I mean, they're, I looked at the people at the schools they're going up. They're going up against D1 schools. They're going up against these big-name schools who have more money to offer kids, and they're competing with them. And I think I think it's just crazy. I don't know how they run that fast. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But Le- Like, leading leading that women's cross-country team is uh, Junior Ali B- uh, Bender. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Ali. Ali Bender. Maybe Bender. <laughs> Ali, listen. Hit us up. We're going to make an Instagram account and a Twitter account. Uh, DM us when we make those. Uh, uh, it will be called Interceptions to Aces. You know, stuff like that. But, but junior- let us know how to say your guys' names. We are really sorry we're butchering so many of them. But junior Ali Bender. She finished 65th overall in the first race. And then 48 in the second race. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that, is, that is a big jump. That is, that is incredible. That's incredible. That's that's absolutely nuts. From from going, she, she literally dropped. I, I can't do that quick of math. She dropped. <laughs> she literally dropped like seven. She went up seventeen seventeen places. That's that's nuts. Good math. I love it. <laughs> um, We're not math majors. I'm a math major, major, so don't I'm, worry about I'm it. a pretty chiropractic major, so, so ah, not, not, not big math. Not guys. big math guys. <laughs> <laughs> But both of our teams are coached by Brad Jenny. Um, this is his twentieth season. Yeah, two, he, two I think he, I think he had two decades. I think he's the coach that's been here the longest. A hundred percent. But so now, so we're gonna switch the narrative up. Yes. Go to men's golf. We're gonna go club. to men's golf, who uh, is led by Myron Parsley at the helm. And he's in his fifteenth season. Another another veteran coach. They finished twelfth of nineteen, seventh of nineteen, fourth of fifteen. And twelfth of fourteen so far in the early twenty twenty one season. I know they have a lot of, a lot, a lot coming up for them. A key golfer so far has been senior Connor Shubring. Uh, I I've heard things about this kid ever since last year. He's good at golf. I don't know how he's good at golf because I don't know how one becomes good at golf. I, I get too mad. I, I sit there <laughs> and I get on the. I, I can get it to the green. <laughs> But dear God, I can't putt. I cannot putt. I can't. I, I hit it too hard, and then I'm like, okay, let's let's loosen up. Let's hit it softer. I hit it too soft, and I I end up throwing my clubs. So kudos to all the golf people. I literally can't cannot play golf. So last year as a junior, I know looking at some of his scores last year, he he blew it out of the water. He blew it out of the water last year. He he was. Absolutely, just shredding the greens last year. <laughs> shredding the greens, I shredding love that. Shredding the greens. Shredding the greens. <laughs> Dude, I mean, absolutely. I mean, Connor, Connor was absolutely just leading our men's golf team and setting the tone. Like, he was just setting the tone for our golf team. Like, love to nuts. See it. You love to see it. Um, now we're gonna go to women's golf here, coached by Janine Foster. Um, 
Yeah, we finished 10th of 14th and 9th of 11th and 7th of 8th so far this season. Still a lot of golf to be played. I mean, that's only that's season. only that's only three that's only three tournaments. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's they're called. I really don't know. Uh, um, really I think so. Yeah. Is there? Well, well I don't know what to call with, them. Are they called matches? Um, or like, no. hey, I, uh, golf people, hit us up in the comment section of the. <laughs> I, there won't be a comment section of this podcast, but we'll make an Instagram again. Instagram, Twitter, hit DM us. Please let us know what it's called. Is it match? Is I, it? I think it's. I think it's. I feel so bad because one of my best friends from back home is, <laughs> plays, is, plays is golf, golf in college. Golfer. <laughs> Yeah, that's so I feel so bad. We're gonna learn these terms though. We're, this podcast is gonna blow up. So don't we're gonna. <laughs> uh, some of the key golfers to note for our women's golf team uh, so far has been senior Tressa Bull, who's been the leader for the Tigers in this early going for for mm-hmm. these three tournaments, matches, whatever you want to call. Whatever them. you want to call them, we're not, we're not sure. But we'll figure that out. All right. All so right. Moving so, on to the the highlight of the our highlight show of today, this episode. The look ahead and the predictions. So we will start with volleyball, September twenty so, fourth so, tonight in Hillsborough, in Hillsborough, Kansas against Tabor. Ertzer, what are your predictions for this Tabor? Match? Huh? Tabor. I think unranked. You know, we're unranked, hot. Unranked. We're hot. We're on a roll. I uh, think I think you know what I think. What? We need to get. We really need to get a broom so I can so I can sweep <laughs> so yeah. we can sweep yeah. this team. We're gonna sweep off. them. Uh, they're gonna be swept tonight. They're gonna be swept tonight. I we talked about all the players earlier. Uh, they're they're gonna be swept. Uh, Tabor doesn't really have a shot tonight. I I'm sorry if you're a Tabor fan and you're listening to this podcast. That'd be kind of crazy because it's our first one. But uh, it'd, be, it'd be insane if you are. But I'm sorry if you're a Tabor fan. You're just your 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 volleyball team is not. They're not gonna win. They're not gonna beat the Tigers our, right our now. Our girls are so hot right now. We're hot. Like and we're like, just on we're fire. Just, yeah, it's great. It's fun to watch. You know, Gabby Gabby's gonna Gabby's gonna get more kills. Yeah. Jenna Jenna she's gonna lead our team with more blocks. Yeah. And, <laughs> Jamie Renshaw is just going to go absolutely absolutely nuts yeah. with those sets and those She's passes insane. and those digs. Okay, I'm sorry, but you're going to see our team and... It's not going to last long because it will be a sweep. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. If you're a Tabor fan, it's going to be a, it's going to be an early it's, night it's for you. Quick, it's going to be a quick night. Quick night, that's so that's nice. good. I mean, you can get home to the family, see the kids. See yeah, the kids. It'll be good. Have a nice dinner. Have a nice dinner. I mean... Don't make uh, you can make dinner plans. It's yeah. not gonna it's not gonna take it's not gonna long. Affect that. It's gonna be great. So next so, the next match that they play Sa- September 29th. versus Mount Marty. Yep. You know I have friends that play on Mount Marty, and you know I'm a, a, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Scodone Roll Tigers kind of guy. So have I have to be. You know you know I will support I will support my friends on Mount Marty. You know I'll be with them. You know I hope they do a great job. But at the end of the day. You gotta support the tigers, man. The tigers, the tigers, bro. Roll tigers. So in that one, we did beat. So we did beat them last yeah, time. Yeah, we swept them. We swept them last time. So we went to Mount Marty earlier. So I think I think it's just gonna be a quicker sweep. Uh, it than is last time. quicker sweep than last time, and a definitely quicker sweep than Tabor. That will allow us to get another G Pack win, move up in those standings. Right now, we're sitting around the seventh spot in the standings. But again, six ranked teams above us, not a bad place to be as we're about the halfway point of the season. And then starts the October stretch for the volleyball team where they play six ranked teams, teams in 11 six games. Ranked six ranked teams in 11 games. You know how nuts it would be if we beat all six of these ranked teams? If we go 11-0 and in October, there is no reason There's no we shouldn't reason. be in the top 10. There's no reason. If we go three, if we you know, play these six ranked teams and we beat three of them and lose a three, even if we do, 
I don't see. I, don't I still see don't see how we're, see not, how we're not. I don't see how we're still not ranked. I mean, we're we're good. We believe in the girls. You uh, did. You did predict it though. If I we did. Be, if we beat Midland. We are not we're, losing we're not a losing. game. We're not the losing rest a game. Of the rest of the year. Year. Listen, if you're a volleyball player listening to this, don't put any pressure on yourself. Have fun. We enjoy watching you have fun. We enjoy watching you play loose. If you play your volleyball, I, there's no one who's going to beat us in the country. There's no one. No one. Have fun. No one. I believe in you guys. Just know that all like the student section, we have your back. 100%. Like, and if you guys make it to the nationals, I've talked to some of the basketball players. I've talked to some of the football players and some of the wrestlers. We are going oh, yeah. to nationals. We, we will, will go we'll to there. nationals with you. We'll be there. We miss class. We miss class. We're gonna be there. Yeah, like that's that's absolutely nuts. We we love our volleyball. You know, we love our volleyball culture right now. And I think not only do volleyball parents and volleyball like you guys, volleyball players, love your culture. Your friends and your like teachers and everybody at this school. Other sports, we love watching you guys 100%. win and watching you guys play. We that's love part it. of the it's, culture that we're trying to build here. It's it's absolutely electric watching you guys play. It's 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 just nuts. It's nuts. nuts. All right, now on to football. Oh, yeah, number twenty Dort here in Crete, Nebraska, uh, September twenty fifth this Saturday or twenty uh, yeah twenty fifth. That's yeah, that's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. I, I can do math. Um, yeah. Predictions. Um, I think, listen, I'm going to go with a bold prediction here because I'm big, big into Skodoner Old Tigers. We're going to upset them. It's going to be. It can, it, can, it can be done. It's gonna, it can, it be, can done. be done. We're going to upset them. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I'm going 24 17 upset. We're going to hit. We're going to score like a last second touchdown to win it. It's going to be tied 17, last second touchdown. That's how it's going to go. But. We're, our football team is going to pick up a big win this week and build some momentum going into the rest of their season, I think. You know, I mean, did they play? So when they played Dort last year, do you know how that ended up last year? I forget. I know, I, I I know they not. played Dort a few times last year, yeah. I think. I do not remember how they played Dort last year, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think, you know, I'm going to ride the train. I'll be, I'll go down and roll tigers. I, I, think, I think that our football guys... Already come with a close, but a good upset over Dort tomorrow. Yeah. I, I feel it. 100%. So, you know, Tiger fans, if you're listening out there, you uh, know, come to Crete tomorrow. Get, get, bring your trucks, bring your grills, get out your tailgating get, party. Get, get out your, get out your tailgate, your tailgating have party. You know? yeah, have a good time. Have a good time. Have a great game time. And then get loud inside get loud, Memorial get Stadium. Ra- it's get be rowdy huge. and, you know, Cheer on, cheer on our guys. Cheer on our guys. They're going to surprise some people tomorrow. They're going to shock the nation tomorrow. That's going to be huge. All right, next, moving on to men's soccer. They're at Jamestown uh, so on Saturday, September 25th. What are some predictions? I, I Men's soccer is going to pick up another win. They're going to pick up their first GPAC win at Jamestown. Uh, I've heard Jamestown soccer program is a pretty good program, but uh, they're starting to turn things around. They've got their first win. They have momentum. I don't see them losing this game at Jamestown. Well, Jamestown either. I mean, I don't just our our men's soccer team just haven't caught a break. No. Like I know they work very hard. Oh yeah. Maybe they're out there practicing, you know, two times as long as we practice, and we practice for a long time. Ah <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> like they they're putting in the work, but they're not seeing the result, and that's Correct. kind of that kind of that kind of sucks because our our guys definitely deserve 
a win, like a win. They definitely deserve good wins because they are hardworking and they are good. Like, and I think I think we'll win one nothing. I think that Jamestown's gonna get shut out, and we'll we'll get a nice little goal. <laughs> nice we'll little goal. goal. We'll score a single nice, goal. Well, nice. We'll score a nice goal. Uh, maybe even two. Maybe that freshman. Uh, what was his name? I forgot. Uh, we'll go back up. Yeah, let's let's see what that freshman's name was. Look back. Look back in the notes. Uh, Braden Lackey. Lackey. He's going off. Kids. <laughs> kids cracked. Kid is cracked. Kid is cracked. As a freshman. And then next they play Briar Cliff at home. Their, their first home game in a long time. Uh, September 29th. That's going to be, I think it's a Wednesday next week. Yep, next week on Wednesday. We, we have to be there. I think the whole, the whole school needs to be out there cheering on the, both soccer teams because men's and women's both play that night. Yep. And I think, be, I think oh. if, if we get enough people out there, if we, get the, if we get ambush out there, if we get the whole student section out there, we will win that game. But we need to be there and we need to be loud for our soccer team. I think that is a 2-1 to one win. We'll give Briarcliff a goal because I don't know why, just because I think so. And we're going to score two, and Braden is probably going to put both of them through the back of the net. So I don't, the kid's cracked. I don't know. The kid's cracked. Oh, but women, uh, we didn't even look at women's soccer right below it, but they have the same schedule. Yeah, go, They travel together, and then they play home same day. But for women's, I think... I think we're gonna definitely gonna win both. I think Emily is gonna score. Oh, Emily's gonna put em- up at least fifteen goals. I, <laughs> Emily, if you're, I know you're listening to this podcast right now, you're gonna put up fifteen goals. Em- Emily, season. you know, not to put some, not to put too much pressure on you, right. but yep. I expect at least three goals out of both these games. <laughs> at least three. At least three. You know, you should you should just do three goals each game. Is yes. what you should. It's really do. what you should be doing. But you know, we'll give you a little slack. Three goals in two games. Three goals in two games. Um, good luck to all the sports teams competing the rest of the weekend. Any any of the sports teams that we missed for predictions? I can't personally predict golf or uh, uh, golf golf or cross country. Golf or cross country. Don't really know how to predict that stuff. We so once we, we figure that out, we will. But can't really do that. Um, we can't really predict that. But some exciting news: Episode one, because this is episode zero. Episode one will air sometime this week when we will be having our first interview. We have a special guest lined you. up. It's it's going to be amazing. I'm I hope so all of you are excited. excited. There's more to come. But anyways. I'm so excited for our first episode. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're going to have a good interview for you. You're going to get to know a lot about the individual that we are um, interviewing. But anyways, as always, stay positive. Skodone. Skodone. And roll, roll tides, tides, baby. Baby. <laughs>